Good morning, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of the Thursday Night Chumash and Challenge. It's very special in that it's Friday morning, and there's no challenge around. Um, Baruch Hashem, last night, when we normally have our Thursday Night Chumash and Challenge, we had a beautiful grand seam on Maseches Makas here in Summerton. Uh, that did kind of push the Chumash and Shand out of the way. So in order to not go into Shabbos, without anything on Bayetze, we're going to have a little bit of a um, one-time special emergency Friday morning Shalantless Chumash Shear. And uh, without further ado, we have a couple of quick ideas on Bayetze to take into the Mikvah and to take into Shabbos Kodesh. So we have in the beginning of the parish in Bayetze, Yaakov, who spent up until that point in time his entire life in Yeshiva Shem and Aver, the Ishtam Yeshev Aholim, he now has to make his foray out into the big, lonely, dark, and cold world to deal with Lavan for 20 years, to come back and deal with Esav on his way back. It's scary. And, 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 uh, yes, he gets this reassurance from the Rebbein Shalalim. And he needs that reassurance. And he asks Akash Baruch Hu to make good on that reassurance. He makes a pledge. Yaakov Avinu, again, in short, is, is leaving the sheltered, cloistered world of the, of the, Oyel Shem and the oil aver of, of the Dal Amis, the base Medrash, he now has to go out and 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 face Ra, deal with the Kaychas Hara, deal with evil people, with scheming people, deal with the world, the harsh, cold world outside the realm of the base Medrash. Yaakov needs a haftach from Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and he needs the 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 inspiration that's going to take him there. He needs the the. Uh, the the uh, certain kayach, let's say, he needs to be able to take something from the base measures, take something from his uh, his relatively safe and, and secure environment that he's been in, in until this point in time. That's going to give him that 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 uh, you know kayach that uh, will help him weather the next twenty plus years and. There's a beautiful insight here in the beginning of the parasha uh, that can be built off of a, a, a very fascinating word of the Vilna Gain that gives us a little bit of a, of, a, of a window into Yaakov, what Yaakov is taking with him, and uh, gives us, I think, a beautiful lesson that we can bring back to us. And we know that Yaakov goes to sleep there on the Harabayas, and he has the dream the Chaloim, the, the, the Sulam, the ladder, going all the way up to Shemaim. And he realized he was sleeping on hallowed ground. And he gets up and he says, Ochein, Yesh Hashem b'mokam hazeh, Ochein, verily, God is here, v'anoichi lo yadati, anoichi, I didn't know that. Ochein, there is the Rebbein Shalom here. Verily, yes, v'anoichi lo yadati, I was, I was clueless. I was unaware of the fact that the Rebbein Shalom is here. Okay, a Pazik that has a very, you know, straightforward pshat, it doesn't really have to be analyzed any further. But the Gain does take this Pasuk further. And before we get to the Gain, we know that Yaakov, you know, when he was asleep, he saw, says, he saw the Kisei Yaakov, Hinei Anoichi, says the Rebbein Shalom to Yaakov Avinu, Imach, I will be with you, Ushmartich, B'chol HaSher Teilech, I'm going to watch, I'm going to protect you. The Rebbein Shalom is there with his Kisei Yaakov and telling Yaakov Avinu, you're going to be safe, you're going to be all right. And Yaakov, you know, gets a glimpse of the Kisei Yaakov, Kaviyochol, it's it's uh, set up what it looks like, and and uh, all of its details. And the Gemara tells us that Yaakov Inu sees the Kisei Hakavod, and the Gemara tells us what, what the Kisei Hakavod looks like. We know the Kisei Hakavod 
has four sides to it. Four sides, and on each of those four sides, there's an image of a different, a different, uh, different creation. And the Gemara tells us, excuse me, Gemara tells us in Chagiga that there's an Aryeh, there's a Kruv, there is a, a Nesher. An eagle, a lion, and an angel. And on the fourth side, there's an Adam, there's a person. And not only there's a person, the Gemara tells us this person is an image of Yaakov Avinu. The image of the person on, on the Rebushan's Kisei Kavan, that person who's holding aloft, as it were, the throne of God himself, is Yaakov Avinu, none other than Yaakov Avinu. So you can aryeh, a lion, a kruv, a, an angel, a nesher, an eagle, and we have Yaakov himself. And the going says that Yaakov was unaware that he himself was on the Kisei Kavan of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He was unaware. This is the first time that he himself realizes this. And Yaakov himself is like blown away by this. He's blown away by this 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 uh, glimpse and this revelation that he himself is there on the Rebbeinu Shalem's Kisei covered. And he's amazed by this. And says the guy, and that can be read right back into the Pasuk. Listen how the guy reads the Pasuk. Vayemer Yaakov. Yaakov says, Achein yesh Hashem b'mokam Achein. There's an Achein of God in this place. And that I knew already. Achein is Aleph Chaf Nun. Aryeh Kruv Nesher. I knew that there was a lion on the Kisya Kavod. An angel, I knew that. A Nesher, a Nun. An eagle, I knew that they, they were there. The Ari Kruv and the Nesher, the Ochein. V'anoichi loyadati. What's Anoichi? Anoichi is the same. Oichi is Ochein. Aleph, Nun, Chaf, and a Yud also. The Anoichi, I didn't know. I didn't know there was an Arye, a Nesher, a Kruv, and a Yud, and a Yaakov. That loyadati, I didn't know that I'm on the Kisya Kavod. Wow. Imagine that. I myself am on the Kisya Kavod. So that's a beautiful vart in of itself from the Gain. The Ochen he knew about, the Anoichi, with the Yud, that he didn't know about. But we can take that, Rabbi Say, a step further. As we said, Yaakov is making, move, he's doing for the first time in his entire life, in his 63 years, and 77, you tack on the 14 years that he spent in Yeshiva Shem of Eber before this, 77 years he spent learning in Yeshiva. Now he has to go and, and battle evil in its lair. Where it, 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 he has to go into the midst of the Kaychas Atomat, Lavan and Esav. He has to take something with him. How is he going to make sure that he doesn't get sullied? How is he going to make sure that he doesn't get brought down by love? On how is he going to make sure that he doesn't become contaminated by all the dark forces that are out there outside the base medrash? You know how he does that by seeing himself on the kisya covered. Anoichi loyadati. This revelation the Rebbeinu shares with him. That's how he's going to make it. What does that mean? It means the following. He sees who he really is and who he really can be, who he's supposed to be, what he can be. And what, where he's going to end up. And when you see who you really are and what's destined for you and where you can really end up, that's ultimately the power that keeps us going through thick and through thin. You know, we're tempted in dark times to do dark things, to bring ourselves down into dark places. We're, we're able to, to, to submit to that because we see ourselves as dark people. Eh, you know, right now, eh, I'm, 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 I'm a nidriga mensch. A nidriga mensch does nidriga things. I'm a lowly person. Lowly person does lowly things. That's what allows us to be brought down and dragged in. We're, we're temporarily lowly people doing lowly things. Dark people. A guy could spend decades and decades and decades in the base matter. He goes out to a, has to deal with dark places where they do dark things. Lowly people, nidriga people doing nidriga things. He himself can perceive himself as such too. I don't see myself right now as the, the Ben Tyre I used to be. I don't see myself right now as the Tam Chacham that I once thought I could be. 
I don't see myself as the Kailian Gaman, as the Yeshiva students. Unfortunately, I had to make this foray into the world of Parnasa business. I'm a Balabas now. I feel that I've sunk. I've sunk. I do things in a sunken state. The Yaakov Avinu is giving us the remedy. Yaakov sees who he really is and who he really will be. And that gives us that glimpse and that guideline, that, that lifeline to keep him aloft through the entire 20 plus years that he's going to spend dealing with Lovin and Esav. You know what it is? He sees his name up on the office. You know, there in, 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 in the, 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 the corner office in the penthouse of the, of the huge corporation. My name's on that door. I'm going to be the CEO. I see my name on that door. So right now, I, I, I'm in a dark place. Right now, I've, I've, I've dropped a little bit. Right now, I'm surrounded by sunken people. I'm in a sunken place. But my name is on that door. You know, I have to live up to that. And I will live up to that because I am that person. That's, that's who I am. I'm that person who has that name nameplate on that door, that corner office. That's what Yaakov Inu sees. The, uh, he sees the Yud. He sees that he's on the Kisei HaKavid. He has something now to take with him in his pocket, a lifeline, a guideline. He may be surrounded by a love on, he may have to deal with an ace of, but he's Yaakov Inu that's up there on the Kisei HaKavid. Through thick and thin, he's not a Nidruka person. He's that's of the Yaakov Inu who's still the Ishtam, Yeshev Aholim, because he sees who he's going to be, who, he, who he's who he's supposed to be, who he will be. And Rabbi Isai, this is the lifeline that can take us through dark times and dark places. You know, we had our years in yeshiva. We had our years as Kailinga Light, perhaps, as, 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 uh, yeshiva students. And sometimes we find ourselves in darker places and sunken places, but no, we see that our name's up there on that corner office. And there's no one that doesn't have that Chalik and Tyron. We're, 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 if we want, we still see ourselves as such, as, the B'nai Torah, as the Kaili and the Light, as the people who are lofty people, high people, shining people, even in dark times, we look up to the skies, we look up to that, 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 that top floor, of that huge, that huge skyscraper of the, of, of the corporation. We're there in the corner office, Rabbi Isai. Our name is on the door, and it is there on the door. There's a corner office, a CEO office with our name on that door, and that's Ba'etzim, who we can be, who we need to be, and who we will be. We have our name up there as well, just like Yaakovinu does. And, uh, this is a kayak that, that, that take, that Yaakov takes with him. This is the kayak that, if we want, we can take this with us through thick and thin, through, through our entire lives. And, uh, a lifeline to guide us through all times and places and circumstances. One more idea over here. Um, a quick idea. Rachel, after years of waiting and years of seeing all of Yaakov's otherwise having child after child after child after child. Rachel finally is blessed with a son. Yosef, and she says, Asaf Hashem is cherpasi. Hashem has gathered in my, my shame. What shame is she referring to? So Rashi brings down an interesting pshat. Says Rachel, you know, I was t- told this point in time, I was really, I was simply terrified. I was terrified of what? I hadn't produced any children to Yaakov, and I was terrified that Yaakov, he sees I'm not having any kids, I'm not giving him any children, he's going to divorce me, and I'm going to have to go marry Esav. Now that I have a Yosef, Asaf Hashem is cherpasi, that potential shame, I no longer have to be concerned about, because now I produce him with the son, Baruch Hashem, he's not going to divorce him anymore. And the Shaila is obvious, this Rashi is a pella, this Rashi is bewildering. How could Yaakov be so cruel to do such a thing? you got to be such an achzar, such, such a heartless person, what, are you gonna divorce Rachel because Rachel hasn't produced any children for you? He has, 
three other wives that are giving him child after child, son after son after son after son. So no, okay, so Rachel, he doesn't have kids from, for that he's going to divorce her. And furthermore, Rachel is the one that he loved the most. Rachel is the one that he worked originally seven years for to marry. He, 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 he gave seven years of his life for Rachel, not for Leah. So Rachel's not having any kids. He's going to divorce her. Where's Rachel coming from? What's giving her this, this notion that when she doesn't have any children, Yaakov's going to divorce her, and then now Baruch Hashem, she's not going to have to marry Esav anymore. What's going on here, Rabbi Say? Terry is a very gishmak of Terrence. Uh, based on a, based on an idea that Nefesh Chaim says, Nefesh Chaim asks the question that many ask, how could Yaakov, you know, if the Abbas kept Kol Tarakula, how could he have married two sisters? So the Chaim Velashim has an approach like this. He says that even though, yes, the Abbas HaKadoshim kept Kol Tarakula before the Torah was given, but what separates them from us is that where they saw that they could make more of a tikkun by not keeping the Torah, they had the right, they had the wherewithal not to keep the Torah. They could make a cheshvin. In short, Avada, everything in the Torah creates tikkun and brings light and, and holiness and, and, and awesomeness and completeness to the world even before the Torah is given, for sure. But if I make a cheshmer, I'm one of the obvious, and I see that if I, here in this area, override the Torah, I can make a different tikkun and a tikkun that I need to make. I can I can bring something down to the world that I need to do, even if it's out of line the Torah, so I can make a cheshmer and say over here, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be making a better move by not keeping the Torah. Obviously, once the Torah is given, we don't have the right to make those decisions anymore. But the Abbas could. Yaakovinu sees that he has to marry two wives to produce Kla Yisrael. Arachel and Olaya. So normally, the Torah says you can't marry two sisters. But, being that the Torah hasn't been given yet, and Yaakovinu sees that in order to produce Kla Yisrael, he needs to marry these two sisters, so he makes that Cheshun, that's the right thing for him to do. So when Yaakovinu is producing Kla Yisrael through these two sisters, that's what gives him the right and, and the, and, and, and the, um, decision is, 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 uh, clear that here he will override the Torah. Because he's producing Kleistro by marrying two sisters, and that's what he needs to do. But if he's not producing Kleistro through marrying two sisters, then he has to fall back onto the default mode of the office, which is keeping the Torah, which is not being married to two sisters. So although he loves Rachel very much, and he wants to remain married to Rachel, but the only reason he's married to two sisters is to produce Kleistro from two sisters. If Rachel Imenu is not producing any children, if she's unfortunately an Akara, and she's unfortunately not able to have any children, as much as he loves her, as much as he wants to be married to her, but Yaakovina has to fall back onto the standard operating mode of the Abbas, which is to keep the Torah, which is not be married to two sisters. Rachel knows this as well, and that's why Rachel is panicking. Rachel says, if I have children, yes, I'm producing Kleist with Yaakovina, and that's what allows him to continue to make this decision, to waive the Torah's injunction against marrying two sisters in order to produce Kleist. But if I'm not able to have any kids... I know that Yaakov is not going to remain married to me because he's going to want to go revert to the Torah's tikkunim, the Torah's guide, which is, don't be married to two sisters. He's not going to have any and, and any ability to wave. He's not going to have anything to wave that with, um, being that he's not having any children with me. This is what Rachel is aware of. This is what she's terrified of. She's not a part of producing Klai Yisrael. Yaakovino doesn't have any any room anymore to not keep the Torah to not go with the Torah's tikkunim, with keeping this mitzvah, not being married to two sisters. Baruch Hashem, she's given a Yosef, Hashem is cherpasi, I no longer have to worry about getting thrown out over here, I no longer have to worry about Yaakov making that decision, which would certainly be a painful one for Yaakov as well, a painful, but necessary one, of of, uh, of having to divorce me, because for, for due to not having any reason anymore to be married to two sisters. Asaf Hashem is cherpasi, I now am a part of that Vision, I am a part of that plan, I am a part of that that destiny, the eternity of Peru's in Klai Yisrael, and that cherub, that shame has been lifted. Okay, everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos, 
and in Mirza Hashem, we will get back together again next week.